listening to Splash with Shalene Bryan. Get ready to be splashed with love and laughter to rehydrate your soul. Well, welcome to another episode of Splash. I'm Shalene Bryan here with my buddy, Barbara Cameron. Hello, everybody. Ready to splash you with a little love, laughter, and encouragement to rehydrate your soul. Mm -hmm. And you know, buddy, on our last episode when I was talking, I was sharing about how I had gotten sick in January. And we didn't get to share though, and I thought, you know, our listeners would love to know why we haven't been in the studio because we love being in here because you guys give us so much um, love and encouragement ourselves. It splashes us. It humbles us. But you just had, tell everybody, drum roll, please. <laughs> I just had a partial knee replacement. That's right. Yes. And, She's already uh, kicking my I butt in tennis. I ain't got time for this. <laughs> That's her new line. I ain't got time I know. for this. I didn't have time for COVID. I didn't have time for this. So she drives over, everybody. She walks up the stairs to the studio. I mean, I'm like, buddy, you I just know. you just had this. What are you doing? I know. I know. It's been great. I um. You okay. heal well, fast. I guess I think because your mind, you renew your mind. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I, I just like I and said. And the power I got of prayer. <laughs> and the power I of prayer. I two miles the other. You like, did last, two, I did two miles with Robert last week, and then my leg said, "I'm not really happy with you." <laughs> so we, you know, I kind of laid low for a few days. But yeah, I'm back up and running. So wow, well, not literally, but. Well, it looks like you're running with the way you're getting around, but that's where we've been, everybody. So so. thank you for all the love and all the encouragement. Like, where are you guys? Where's the next season? And we've been sort of uh, a little dark. A little low. But excited (laughs) to be back and and renewed. But today's guest, for those of you dog lovers in the house. I am. I know. Barbara is a huge dog lover. Those of you who are dog lovers... Animal lovers in general, mm-hmm. you're going to love our next guest, Cindy Anderson. Welcome to the Splash Zone, Cindy. Yeah. Thank you, Shalene and Barbara. <laughs> so and here. she's here live, everybody. Yes. So it's kind yeah. of exciting. Kind of fun. <laughs> I love live Yeah, interviews. it is because you get the energy from the yeah. people that are here. But tell us a little bit about this book that you wrote and kind of what prompted it because um, her book is called My Walks with Remy. And mm-hmm. you're thinking, who's Remy? I think right. of Remington Steel. Remember that show? <laughs> yeah. I just aged myself. Everyone's yeah, like, no, we say. have no idea what that is, Shalane. <laughs> well, guess what? You can Google it. Um, but Cindy, tell us. Tell us what made yeah, you write this book. Sure. Well, thank you again for having me sure. today. Um, I was a high school French teacher for 29 years. You speak French? I do. What? Yes. Okay, yes. I want to do the whole show in French. <laughs> Hello. Bonjour. 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 Comment allez-vous? It's such a beautiful language. It is. It is. And the accent's like I know, amazing. I know. You just get swept away. You know, when, when Val, I'm going to just yes. segue real quick. When Val, I do this, Cindy. Sorry, you'll stay with me. Cindy, you'll stay with me. Um, when... Yeah, Your Candace, yes. He was playing in Canada. Right. Hockey. He, Candace's husband was a professional right. hockey player. I, I know you guys probably know that. So we were at a restaurant mm-hmm. in Quebec area, right? And the waitress comes over and I ordered an omelet, which is totally normal. <laughs> I want an omelet. And she's like, Chida or Swiss? And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? And she goes, Chida or Swiss? And I go, I, I guess I'll take Swiss because I, I don't even know what you said. <laughs> And then she, she walks away and Val leans over, cheddar. 
Do you want? I go, oh, I do want cheddar. I'd much rather have cheddar than Swiss. But it's like their accent is so beautiful, but I just wasn't used it to it. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. so French, what made you get into yeah. that? Well, I had it in middle school and high school. And yeah, I, well, I, I had Spanish and I can yeah. say, oh, banyo, like, where's the bathroom? You know what I mean? I Taco just Bell. Loved, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just love the language, like wow. you said. I love the way it sounds. I love the culture. I love the kind of sophistication of it. And so I, I went on in college to major in French, and I have oh a master's in French language wow. and literature, which ties into the book in a way. But we started moving around. We I'm from the Chicago suburbs originally, and then we my husband had a great opportunity out east, and so we moved to Connecticut for five years. Wow. And then we moved to Wichita, Kansas for two years. Mm. And then we bought a company here in California. And that's what brought us to California. Okay. So when I, I, the last time I was teaching was when we were living in Connecticut. And when we moved to Wichita, I just felt like I was grieving the loss of my career because I was mm. so wrapped mm. up. My identity was so wrapped up in being a teacher and I was a leader in the school and committees and all these things. And so I really was praying to God about, you know, what's my purpose now? Because I've lost this career. Mm. And I feel like he answered me in a, in a really unique way. Um, I had always liked writing. And when I was uh, in elementary school, I used to write mysteries, you know, mm -hmm. for our compositions and things. And, and so I thought, you know, when I was leaving Connecticut, I, I wanted something ahead of me to look forward to when we, when we first moved. And so I thought, oh, I'll be a writer. And so I, I did write a middle grade novel. It's an adventure mystery that's I'm shopping around now for agents and things, but it's called The Suitcase Adventures. Oh, and the first cute. one, it's, um, it's a mystery that takes place in Paris. And uh, an 11 year old girl goes to Paris to meet her French grandmother. And um, she, while she's there, her grandmother gets kidnapped. And the rest of the book is about her finding her grandmother with these clues. And so they learn about French language and culture. So my vision is to have a series mm. where adventures happen in Francophone countries all across the world. Wow. So Great. anyway, like that's that. how I started. How that's how I started writing. But when we um, moved to Wichita, since I wasn't teaching, it was the first time I was able to have a dog. I had never had a dog. Remy's my first dog. Remy's oh, a, you never had a dog I as a kid. I never had a dog as a kid. Oh. My mom and dad both worked and just wasn't able to, to handle that. So when we moved to Wichita, we were thinking, well, okay, now is the perfect time to get a dog. And so we went to a breeder in Wisconsin, and um, we flew up there to get Remy. So Remy's a Portuguese water dog. And... Um, wow. We saw him when we were on vacation in Canada, um, mm. uh, like in 1997. And they're an ancient breed. They were bred to work in Portugal in like 1297. So they've been around for a wow. long time. And they were bred to work 10 hours a day on ships and boats, helping fishermen bring in fishing nets with the fish, you know, loaded up, uh, kind of like in the Bible, you know, the fish bursting mm -hmm. out of the nets. Uh, and then they were messengers that would go from boat to boat and take messages. So he's a working class dog. Wow. And in the 1980s is when they came to the United States. So they're still relatively, um, they're not a real common breed, but people see Remy. He's a striking dog. He's he very handsome. He is handsome. He is handsome. He's and, a, and he's stars on the cover of the yeah, book, everybody. And, uh, and By the knows. way, someone's going home with this book. She <laughs> autographed a copy yes. for you dog lovers. But no, so. Yeah, so. So when we when we were walking in Wichita, he's a real high energy dog, so he needs lots of walks and lots of ways to expend his energy. 
And we just lived in a in a neighborhood, you know, we just walk on cement sidewalks around mm. the, the neighborhood. And it gave me a chance to start reflecting and gave him a chance to expend the energy. And we were kind of bonding on our walks. And then um, when we moved to California, I think being from the Midwest where um, everything is is pretty flat and beautiful, but still flat, mm. um, being here, I think, with the Pacific Ocean and on one side of me and mountains on the other side, mm-hmm. my senses were just awakened. It's mm. like God said, wow, look at what I've created. And so um, we moved in a couple different places since we had bought a company in, Ven- in Ventura. Okay. We were renting houses here in Thousand Oaks, and that's where Eric met Brooke in yes. Oaks Christian. Oaks Christian yeah. High School, everybody. <laughs> so um, anyway, it was kind of neat because God was showing me different neighborhoods. We would, we were, lived in a couple different houses that we rented during the time we were here. We were here for six years. And I started seeing images in nature as I was walking with Remy. And having a background in French literature, I was used to analyzing symbolism and images and things like that. And so we I need felt... to walk with her. <laughs> I just need to, can I be Remy for a day? Yeah. Take me, Cindy, on a walk. <laughs> yes. But I felt like God was saying, you know, tapping me on the shoulder, whispering to me, Cindy, look at that. Mm. Look at this mm. beautiful image. Mm-hmm. And so I was finding meaning in some of the images. And I would take a picture with my iPhone and and I would go to my notes and write down a couple words or a title would come to me right away. And after this happened a couple times, I thought, you know, this would be something I could make into a devotional. And then um, so I kept continued to add on to the ones that I had done. And then we moved up a little further north of Ventura and after Eric left high school. So we've been there now for almost five years. But wow. when we moved there, it was right like two or three months after we moved, the Thomas fire happened. Mm. And um, it was, you know, being from the Midwest, I wasn't used to wildfires. So it was a huge, a huge thing for me. And I'd been seeing all these beautiful, peaceful images, um, you know, in nature. And then this magnificent power of a fire, you know, it just reminded me that there's both the blessings of nature mm. and the, the, you know, destructive forces of nature as well. Mm. And how, you know, everyone, I think, goes through different kinds of fires in their life and, and we're brought through things for purposes sometimes. And um, sometimes we're, we're just called in difficult times to be closer to God, to be, to be more in his presence. And I came to realize um, the fire ended up stopping about half a mile from our new home. And uh, so we were evacuated for about 12 days right before Christmas and uh, You know, my pops has a home up there. Oh. And he had broken his femur bone around Christmas time, December 3rd. Oh. So then oh, he's in Cedars <laughs> in Beverly Hills. Mm. And he has, because, you know, he's 82, he has a beautiful mm-hmm. 57 convertible Chevy. Oh gorgeous. And he's like, Bryce, you need to get up there and get my 57. <laughs> Forget the house. Forget the house because he's an architect and builder. Yeah. I can build another one of those, yeah. but get my 57 Chevy. Yeah. So they go up there, my sister, my brother-in-law and my husband, because I was actually in the hospital with pops. Oh. And the ash, my sister said that was, it mm. looked like, I mean, it was covered everywhere. Yes, it like and snow. here his home overlooks the ocean. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. You got the mountains in the back mm-hmm. and it just looked like 
snow mm. was falling, it but it was ash. Yeah. Mm. They get the 57 out and, you know, bring it back here to mm-hmm. Thousand Oaks. And she says the light looking at the fire back in that way was just insane. Mm-hmm. And then to continue the history of this story, mm-hmm. then we get those rains. Right, the floods. Okay, that yep, one street that up there terrible. where I played tennis, it it looks like a war zone went off. Yeah. Boulders, I mean, boulders right. the yeah, size of my terrible. house. Mm-hmm. They, they ended mm-hmm. up on the beach from mm-hmm. up in the mountains. And they're mm-hmm. on the beach. They had to use um, dynamite to mm-hmm. blow them up because they couldn't even get a crane mm-hmm. to crazy. move them. And you just realize it's like we we have no idea the power, right. mm-hmm. the power of God, right? right? That he can give and take away, mm-hmm. that we see things that, you know, are so beautiful, like you're talking about mm-hmm. with these walks. Mm-hmm. And yet fires also refine us. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, you stoke up that fire really hot and all mm-hmm. that muck, that black mm-hmm. stuff comes to the top when you go see a goldsmith mm-hmm. and they swipe it off mm-hmm. and it's just pure gold that's left. Mm-hmm. And I was just up there last weekend because um, my pops decided he's going to start cleaning because he retired. Mm-hmm. And he and he has a jukebox, a 1954 jukebox. Where? Yeah, exactly. In the lower garage area. And he goes, oh yeah, the trash guy's coming to get it. I go, no, I'm coming to get the jukebox. Oh, it doesn't work. It has all the albums of 45s. Oh my and so um, I thought it could be something I could maybe raffle off for skip1.org uh, for the kitchen we're doing. But mm-hmm. um, it's amazing how, some, I mean, this place is beautiful. Like mm-hmm. my pops lives down the street from Oprah. You know what I mean? It's home yes. that he built there. Right. And so right. it's very nice, nice yes. area. Mm-hmm. And you realize that in a moment, Things can it change. can be gone. Right. I right. mean, a mile mm-hmm. from, we, mm-hmm. our home was saved too, but we have so many friends whose weren't. Oh, beautiful is. homes. Yes. And they just were ashes. Right. Right, so there's, you know, with the pandemic and then with these fires, right. you just come to realize that nothing's, you know, right. a sure thing. Right. So we need Only to really, Jesus. Only yes, Jesus. Right, exactly. <laughs> so we need to appreciate all these things. And I know mm. we live up in the mountains there, and um, there were like 200 fire trucks on the Ugh. road where we live to keep the fire the last night kind of it went it came down to keep it up in the mountains. If they couldn't stop it, it would have come right into town. Mm. So um, so this is where most of the photos came in this first book of my walks with Remy. Wow. They came on pretty much the road that we walk every day. So Aww. it's just um, it's just been beautiful. But Remy's, Remy's taught me so many things. You know, I had to learn about dog behavior and, you know, to go through <laughs> the door first. Can I ask real quick, what's the name? What, oh, what, yes. yes. So Remy what? is short for Remigio, which is Portugal for oarsman. So being a French teacher, <laughs> I wanted to keep it authentic. You yes, know, actually, yes. I didn't think of the name. My husband did. And, and um, so we thought Remigio would be fun. But we knew, you know, we couldn't call Remigio. <laughs> Was just too long to say. So no, we just, people would turn you into the dog society. Shortened it to Remy. We got one of those moms, those dog moms. Why did you pick this particular breed? The of breed. Dog? Uh-huh. Well, when we were in, I think it was in Vancouver when we were on vacation, we saw a black Portuguese water dog like Remy is sitting next to his master at mm-hmm. an outdoor cafe, and it just looked like picture perfect, perfect dog. dog. And yes. he just was so obedient. And we asked the guy, you know, what kind of dog is this? So Remy's. Um, 
so-called hypoallergenic. So, Mm -hmm. you know, we don't have allergies, but we thought, well, we don't want a lot of hair around the house. So we thought this would be good. And they're very, very intelligent. They're very obedient. They love to be trained. We do our little training sessions every day. He does his puzzles. You know, it's like having a little (laughs) two-year-old. The dog does puzzles. He does, yeah. Dude, my dogs were dumb. I think I had dumb dogs. What in the world? This is hysterical because it just reminds me of, of my niece. She was playing. She there's a video of her playing with um, uh, her cat. The cat was on one side of the door, uh-huh. the door, yes. and then there's a little space between the bottom of the door and the floor. And she pushes a hair roller, a curler, <laughs> underneath the door. Right. And then you see this little black paw push the <laughs> back. Push the curler see? back. And they were doing this back and forth. Yeah. It's hysterical. He is so fun. They're so That's fun. That's great. That yeah. is fun. Yeah. yeah. But he's got such a sense of humor. They're known to have a sense of humor, too. And um, Saturday Night Live dog. You know what I mean? <laughs> How big is Remy? He, um, How many pounds? He, he's like? about 60 pounds. Oh, wow. So he mm. is a big yeah. dog. So he's okay. a big, he's not oh, a he lap dog. He looks much thinner in his Photoshop Yeah, here, he, yes. And he picture. loves to, he loves to pose. He's used to having me <laughs> get my I mean? camera out. <laughs> You guys are going to love this book. Someone's oh going to win this book. He knows he's handsome. He, yes. he loves to pose and look at the camera. When we did the photo shoot, the photographer hadn't done uh, photo shoots with animals. And so she was like, oh, I hope this will go okay. And I said, I think he'll be fine. And she was surprised how how wonderfully, what a wonderful subject he was. Mm. But uh, but he's is- taught me how to look. He was, he was called the explorer in his litter. There were eight of them. Uh-huh. And the the breeder would send us videos, you know, when they were just little couple weeks old. And and um, Remy would be the one that was off exploring and all the other puppies were like sleeping on a pile together. And off would Remy be. I would have been the one I would have been. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the breeder picked Remy because we had Eric, who was 10 at the time. And she thought it would be just great to have a little explorer dog yes. with an explorer boy. Yes. So that's how we got Remy. I love it. <laughs> Wow. Well, that's a great book. And this is a devotional, actually. It is, yes. The subtitle is Devotions Inspired by Nature to Strengthen Your Faith Journey. So it's it's really been fun. Um, As I was walking and I saw these images, I would find a scripture verse that would go with it. And then I would do my reflection about the life lesson I felt God was wanting to teach me through the images Mm -hmm. that I saw. And then I have a prayer that I wrote and then a reflection afterwards that's kind of a thought-provoking way for the reader to reflect on their own life and to apply yeah. the scripture and the lessons. Mm-hmm. And then what's what's happened, which wasn't intended when I first did these, the, the photos that people have been telling me about, the photos act as sort of a memory cue. Um, about the lesson, and so one of the one of the devotionals is called "Look Up," and it's a it's a photo of these, I think, ten cypress trees all in a row. They're very vertical lines, and I'm also I just was trained as a as a docent, so I'm a new mm-hmm. docent at our our local um, art museum. So it's kind of like being a docent out in nature, mm-hmm. um, finding these That's things neat. and pointing them out yes. to people. Mm-hmm. But my background also in French, I used to teach. Um, I taught all levels of French. And so in my upper level classes, we used to talk about French architecture and the cathedrals. And so the Cathedral of Notre Dame in Paris has the two big um, towers on each side. And those 
they were constructed, of course, by hand. So that was just miraculous in itself. But they were the cathedrals in the Middle Ages were constructed to lift your eyes upward. The, mm-hmm. That's where the vertical lines were so important, these big towers. So they would lift people's eyes heavenward mm-hmm. to remember, you know, where their strength came from and right. that God was there to give mm-hmm. them help. And um, so I was looking at at these cypress trees and I the title came, Look Up. So one of the things, um, because I have mountains in my backyard as well, I'm, I'm seeing the strength and majesty Beautiful, of, of God right? as yes. well as, you know, the trees that are there. But I, I asked the readers in the reflection piece for that devotional to start looking for images in their own life that are vertical, like stoplights or um, chimneys and things like that, just ordinary things. So part of the reason for writing the book is to quiet people. I think we're just so busy and there's so much noise in the world right now. And it was the same in my life until God positioned me in this season of my life to be quieter and to study and reflect um, and to listen. Mm. Um, I really started becoming more aware of his presence. Mm. And that's part of the, the mission for this book is to help people see that God is still working in their lives, that he's mm-hmm. still present in our lives today. And we just need to kind of be quiet and and take notice and and look and to be attuned to these things. That's Do you so have a, a favorite chapter in the book? Yes, one or of the one of the yeah. ones is a photo of our neighbor's mailbox. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> tell no one. <laughs> You've got mail. <laughs> yeah, the devotional is called "You've Got Mail," and um, you know, as we were walking, we we walk every day by some of these things. And and the other the other kind of funny thing is my friends will ask me, oh, have you seen that tree on, you know, Westlake Boulevard? It's just beautiful right now. And mm. that's not how this works. I don't go and take pictures right. of pretty things. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> so I'd walked by this mailbox a million times. But this one day, and this is what happens in each of the devotions, this one particular time that I walk by, I just feel like God's nudging me and saying, look at that. This is what I want to tell you about this. So it's a it's a black mailbox with a red flag up showing that there's mail in the box for the mailman to come pick up. And then it's silhouetted by the Pacific Ocean in the background. And so I thought, oh, that's a pretty image. And then I, I noticed the flag up and and um, I was also looking at, at just this, this image of, of mail. And I thought, oh, that person has mail. And then I immediately had the analogy of how the Bible is like our mailbox. God has Mm. written all these wonderful letters of wisdom and love to us. And how often do we just walk by and not open them? So and he even has the flag up for us and yeah, everything. Exactly. Yes, yes. Yeah. And so we, you know, I just know how excited I am to go get mail when I know that the letters come. How often do we write letters anymore? But right. if I know a card is coming or something yes. important is coming, I can't wait to get to the mailbox. And so I just think about how how important it is for us to try to be that excited about going to get our mail in the Bible, to read mm. what God has to say mm. to us and to to mm. impart the, the life lessons that he's um, giving us. So that was, that was one of the other, one of the favorite ones that I have. The other one that I wanted to talk about was uh, called God's Promises Are Steadfast. And in the book, there's a picture of Remy in front of our pool. It's a nice silhouette of Remy. And, and this then, was on a walk. This was actually at our house. Okay, okay. But um, there's a rainbow that's come behind him. And this wasn't Photoshop. This is how it actually looked. Um, And 
Mm-hmm. The rainbows have always been an, an important, powerful symbol in my life. I know that the day that Sid and I, my husband, got engaged, we had a double rainbow that came mm-hmm. over um, the, the property. The day my son and yeah. Grace got married at the Ronald Reagan Library, a double rainbow, yep. and I have a photo yep. of it. I'm going to share it with oh, all of you. Yeah. Oh, so my cool. gosh. I felt like God splashed the rainbow yes. up in the sky. And then he goes, <laughs> I'm going to do it again. And he put up a second one. I'm like, whoa. Right? Isn't that cool? Yes. Wow. So it's just so interesting how God uses these kinds mm. of images to just remind us that he's yes. always with us. And that's one of the other um, kind of themes that is running throughout each of the devotions is just how God is always present and he's steadfast and he's always with us. Um, but you had mentioned the, the kind of the mudslide that we were talking about with the, the Thomas fire that happened after the big rain. And the afternoon that that happened, there was a rainbow that came out. And, mm. and we do live up that way. And so there was a, the rainbow that came down that day. We could have reached out and touched it at our house. I mean, it just came right over our driveway. And then the interesting thing is that exactly a year later to the day, there was another storm. It wasn't as bad, of yeah, course. Yeah, but it freaks everybody it out. It does. Right? Yeah, when you it have did mud. Yeah. For a long time. Yeah. But it this rainbow came out again, and it looked like the end of it touched exactly where mm. a lot of this happened. Mm. Oh. And it, the same day, you know, and, and I don't think there'd been a rainbow since, you know, because right, we right. don't get that much rain. Mm. So these, these rainbows are just such wonderful symbols of God's love and protection and presence um, that we can look for for as hope when we're mm. having these difficult times in our life. Yeah. Mm. It's neat too, just to hear the hope of how mm. God had you at a season in your life. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of our listeners mm-hmm. can get in those seasons, mm-hmm. right? Where you went to college and you got married and you got your mm-hmm. master's degree mm-hmm. and you started studying and teaching and mm-hmm. you were getting so much fulfillment from that. Mm-hmm. You even had a son mm-hmm. and you got a dog and mm-hmm. all of this. And then it abruptly changes like a light switch. Right. It's bizarre. Right. You know, I, I felt mm-hmm. that, right? Mm-hmm. And it's so quick. Mm-hmm. And yet God goes, I'm not done right. mm-hmm. with your brain or right. your mind or right. your heart or your adventures or mm-hmm. your creativity. Mm-hmm. I still have so many things that I want to reveal and mm-hmm. show you. And I feel like someone listening right now could really be inspired by you, Cindy, mm-hmm. because I mean, I feel like you should do a master class where people could come up and they could do, you know, <laughs> Walks with Walks Remy. With Remy. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm serious. And you could actually show them to be aware of that. I think a big thing that we need to get disciplined with besides, you know, eliminating hurry from our life, mm-hmm. which you talk about, mm-hmm. is putting your phone down. Mm-hmm. I remember leaving my phone deliberately in the car to go in and have lunch with someone. And I'm like, I sit down and I'm like... Yeah, I'm instantly. It's everything to you. I lost my phone. Did I leave it in the bathroom? I went to pee. I went to wash my hands before I ate with her. And then I'm like, no, 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 Shalene, you left it in your car. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, okay, it's in my car. So Mm -hmm. we start talking, and then she's sharing something. Oh, let me show you. Oh, no, no, I guess I need to use my words, boys and girls, and I'm going to tell you, kind of like what Mm -hmm. you're doing with this Mm -hmm. book, I'm going to share with you with my words what I saw and what Mm -hmm. I felt and what I felt God was telling me. And we've lost this. And I mean, if I want to know about someone I'm going into a meeting with or I'm getting on a podcast, you know, I just Google them. I just stalk them online real Mm -hmm. quick. You know what I mean? (laughs) I can find out so much about people. But can you really? Yeah. Or am I just seeing what their information they're putting out there, right? Mm-hmm. Where God mm-hmm. says, get out into creation mm-hmm. 
And I remember um, when I started traveling to all these third world countries thinking, how would these people know about Jesus? Mm-hmm. And then the verse in the Bible, and I, I don't remember what it is, um, but I, I know the verse. It says, you'll be able to know me through my creation. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. nobody that's not going to be able to know that I am a, a living God mm-hmm. just by looking at creation. Mm-hmm. And isn't that so true? Mm-hmm. Watching a flower that's burned up tomorrow, you know, right. yeah. and that that much detail would right. go into every leaf and every mm-hmm. color and every, mm-hmm. it's just flawless. Mm-hmm. There's such order. And that's how we're supposed to look. Mm-hmm. That's how we're supposed to look as the body of Christ mm-hmm. is that kind of, that we're like contagiously connected with each other, mm-hmm. you know, and, and animals. I mean, your dog, Daphne, can we share about Daphne? I mean, I, she'd come with me on a speaking thing and she'd be like, Robert, I need you. And Robert? I didn't trust anybody. No, but oh. Daphne, right. I like didn't socialize mama. her. I mean, I was a bad mother, oh. <laughs> but I, I was so protective of her. Yeah. I right. didn't want another dog. Mm-hmm. Nipping at her, I didn't. Yeah. you know, I just and she was my little shadow. She went everywhere with me. You know, there's a lot of responsibility with having a dog, also. Mm-hmm. And I would love to have mm-hmm. another dog, but not right now. Mm-hmm. Let's get let's get yeah. your knee well. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but you you are being inspired right now to write another book. Tell us about that. Yes. Well, this is called My Walks with Remy Book Two. Oh, very original. Very title. original. <laughs> <laughs> Remy Part Two. Remy Part Two. But um, the the first book was longer, and because of the page count and everything, it was in the, all the color photos. It was just going to be kind of an expensive book to get. So the publisher said, "Why don't we divide it into two? So this is the the second oh, okay. half. So I reordered some of the things. Um, so it's really a continuation of the first book, which is why I didn't want to make it a different title entirely. I did want it to be, you know, like the next book. And Remy's twelve and a half. So mm, he's wow. getting older and mm-hmm. he's slowing down a little bit. And I just wanted to be sure we get this book out. So the yeah. second book, you basically mm-hmm. already have the content and yeah, you're writing the different. Actually, oh. I, it's it's all done. It's I just actually sent it my final approval today for the second one. Oh, so awesome. it should be out in about two months, I think. So, wow. Yeah, so the second one. And where can people out. get the book? People can get the book on Amazon or uh-huh. my publisher, Westbow Press, or my website is, or our website. Yeah, please Remy's tell part us. Of it. Yes, it's, tell it's, us. It's um, mywalkswithremy.com. And it's and, R-E-M-I. Yes, R-E-M-I. Mywalkswithremy.com. Yeah, this is really yes. beautiful. Thank um, you. I have to tell you, Cindy, I'm Thank just you. sitting here listening to you, just reflecting on how busy we are and how we don't take time to look at the leaf. Or mm-hmm. I, I mean, it, it's brought me... I have a granddaughter mm-hmm. that loves taking photos of nature. She is mm-hmm. a very in-depth oh. writer, mm-hmm. poet. Poet, yes. I mean, very and, talented. And all she does is walk, mm-hmm. and she's she's photographing mm-hmm. every little thing of nature mm-hmm. and putting words to it mm-hmm. and thought to it. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I felt like this morning yeah. um, with you. Yeah. And uh, it's just beautiful. Well, there's another image in the in the first book. Um, it's a it's a swan neck agave, and you see them a lot here. Mm-hmm. They're they're big agave plants, and then they shoot mm-hmm. out this big shoot that looks like a swan's neck, and mm-hmm. then it fills in with yellow flowers. Yes, and it looks like when I saw it at first, I I thought it looks like they're bowing down, and this happens at the end of the the life of this plant, and so you know all mm-hmm. of nature bows down to the Lord mm-hmm. and they they all creation knows who made them and that, that was such a powerful image for so me great. to see yeah. that you know and yeah. so when we see them in those of us who live here in California or, or the southwest when we see these swan necks 
it just reminds us then to bow down. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's, right. the, that's the name of the, the devotional. Visual. I am bow a down. visual learner. So know? am so I. That's Very fine. much so. That's and right. it's so mm -hmm. true too because there are even people listening right now that might not be a follower of Jesus. Mm -hmm. They love getting encouragement on the mm -hmm. splash zone. Mm -hmm. And yet the Bible teaches that one day mm -hmm. every knee will oh, bow wow. and tongue will mm -hmm. confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. And, you know, get there sooner than later, our dear splash family. Right. We love you because it's like we're just exiting here. And mm -hmm. so we need to remember that um, God is he, he put his fingerprints everywhere, yes. all around us. Yes. And it's so interesting how the devil would love for us mm -hmm. to be just distracted right. with our cell phone mm -hmm. That's right. and be so, I mean, mm -hmm. through that lunch, let me just finish my little lunch thing. Mm -hmm. I probably looked for my phone four times. Mm -hmm. Two times I thought I completely lost it. Mm -hmm. I got up to go into the bathroom to see if I left it in the bathroom. Because sometimes when I go in the bathroom, I set it on the toilet paper thing right there because mm -hmm. I don't want it to fall in. Mm -hmm. And... um. <laughs> Sure enough, it wasn't there because I actually <laughs> told myself, you're going to leave your phone in the morning. I mean, you're going to leave your phone in the car and be very present mm -hmm. with this person mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. that I could really listen and not try to go to, to the phone to solve her problems by Googling or looking up, right? That God's like, I've already given you everything you need for life and godliness. Mm -hmm. And it's not called Apple. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I've, matter of fact, the apples would screw the whole thing up. <laughs> You could all still be in the garden if it weren't for the apple. Um, <laughs> Walking with Remy. Um, but we're so happy to have you on. Thank you yeah, so much. Thank you for just yes, opening just our lovely. eyes and our hearts. Yeah, yeah. I actually want to go for a walk too, which isn't bad for your butt. So, you know, and your legs and your, your lungs and everything Remy's else. out in the car. We could go see oh Remy. Oh my gosh, I was about to go see Remy. Yes, we'll get a picture with Remy on the way out of the studio. Oh, yeah. oh that's awesome. Oh, Remy's in the car. Why did you Bring Remy in. Remy, Remy could too sat noisy. In the seat. He's got this little breathing thing happening right oh. now. Oh, so it's the twelve-year-old breathing. Yeah, yes. he's too oh. noisy. Oh. He's a little. Oh, oh my gosh! Oh, Barbara's so thrilled. She's gonna want to like I you know. know maybe do a play date with Remy. <laughs> yeah. As your knee gets better. You could walk her down your golf course there at your right, place, good. buddy. Remy and you, just go. Come on, Remy, let's back go. back nine, whatever. Have some thoughts. And... That's right. No, feel. it does. It makes you, it does. I want to go outside right I know. now. That's yeah. what's amazing well, you know, about your book. Having, it makes you want to go outside. Well, it does. And, I, and also, Remy has drawn people to the book. You know, people who might not have just wanted to read a devotional are drawn to the cover because it's this handsome dog and it's a pretty photo of him and the, the nature around him. But, you know, I've given the book away. My mission isn't to sell books. Yes. My mission is to get the word out that God loves us and he's giving us hope and encouragement in mm -hmm. life and that he's always with us. We Amen. just need to kind of mm -hmm. be with him too. Mm -hmm. But I gave it to my the pool guy that mm -hmm. cleans my pool. We've yes. had some work done at our house and people have gotten to know Remy through the work. And so I've, I've said, you know, I, you know, they'll say, they'll, there'll be an entry point. They'll say, you know, I'm just really having kind of a hard time. Mm -hmm. And I'll say, I have something for you. Mm -hmm. And I'll go into the house and I'll get the book and I'll give it to them. Yes. yes. Awesome. But, you know, people who have, um, some of the feedback that I've gotten from people who have read it, you know, there are a lot of people who have gone through illness or difficult times, mm -hmm. um, losing husbands, you know, different kinds of different transitions in life mm -hmm. that have read it. And they say that there's just such a peace about it and such a tranquility and just a comfort knowing that, you know, God is always with us. And right. sometimes it's, you know, people that just like nature, people that like dogs, they're drawn to yes. this that would never 
read it otherwise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. And so it's just a it's just a way that God is using me as his vessel and his That's messenger awesome. to just get the word out to other people. That's so right. So I feel so, you know, just humbled and grateful that I'm being used in this way. And when I thought a door was actually closing, he was opening a whole other See know, that? a whole other career for me. That's you know, right. Yeah. That's right. So we're gonna write the next one in French. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you for joining thank us in the much. Splash Zone. You're and welcome. Thanks for having us with me. such love and adventure. Thank I mean, you. I truly want to go outside, I and know. I cannot wait to meet Remy. I know. You guys are going to see a photo of us with Remy. Um, we'll put it on the Instagram. But please, thank you for, for being here, Cindy. Thank you, Splash mm-hmm. family. We love you. Yes, Take your good. dogs on a walk today Yay. and splash a little on everybody in the parks and the beaches and the mountains and the hills and the cities. Like, go into all the earth with your animal today. If you own an animal, get outside and have yes. some fun. Yeah. We That's love great. you. Please drop us a line, Barbara, and I love mm-hmm. hearing from you on any platform. Leave us a review. It helps our ratings go up. I mean, I can't believe we're over 100,000 listeners. It's kind of crazy, but uh, we're excited for 2022 and we're excited to take you with us. We love you, Splash family. Thanks for joining us today. Come splash with us at shaleenbryan.com. <laughs>